Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. Welcome to Exploring Missions. Today we're looking at a ministry that really has and is making a difference in people's lives. And Nathan, it's exciting to be able to talk with people that is a part of a ministry that has been proven has shown itself faithful over the years, doesn't it? Yeah, it really is to see God's work in someone's life, but not just someone, maybe a group and an organization that uh, is trying to be faithful to God's word and to the mission that God has given them. Um, and seeing results from that and fruit from that is is really encouraging. And we're excited today to talk to uh, Lydia Kaiser with Child Evangelism Fellowship. She's going to tell us a little bit more about CEF or Child Evangelism Fellowship and hopefully a little bit about herself. But maybe you've heard about Child Evangelism Fellowship. Not to be confused with just the simple gen- general term of child evangelism, but there's actually a, a, an organization that seeks to be responsible stewards of the gospel, but focused a little bit more on uh, a younger age group. And that's an important thing. And, and you know, it's so important because Jesus did that, don't you think? I, mean, I know. Remember that story? Yes, he did. Let me see. His apostles was trying to keep those children away. They'd be in the way. And Jesus, in place of him getting on to the children, he got on to the adults and said, uh, you know, let those children come to me. I, 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 Jesus had room for them. He still does. And uh, have you noticed the people that God, all in the Old Testament and the New Testament, that he puts special emphasis on, and one of those groups is children, Nathan. Absolutely. So we want to welcome Lydia Kaiser. Lydia, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Can you uh, tell us a little bit, maybe just um, what Child Evangelism Fellowship is and what they do, and maybe your role in that group? Well, thank you for your kind words about Child Evangelism Fellowship, or I'll just call them CEF from now on, (laughs) it's a little quicker. Um, CEF is 85 years old, but I feel like it's the best kept secret in the country. And so my role in corporate communications is to try to get the word out to the Christian community about what CEF is and what we do. We have a threefold purpose, and that is to evangelize children, to bring the gospel to them and help them to receive Jesus as their Savior. Secondly, to disciple them. And so our programs uh, meet on a weekly basis and continue to teach them so that they get the Word of God in their hearts in a solid way. And thirdly, to establish them in a local Bible-believing churches. So we like to partner with churches. Wonderful. Well, when I hear about this in 84 years, and it's been around, I remember my mother-in-law was the first one that brought me into knowledge of Child Evangelism Fellowship. She started receiving material, and I would see that, and I just couldn't help but look at it. It was attractive. It was solid. It it was good and understandable. It blessed me as an adult to see it. It may have said something about my mentality, but that's where it is, uh, that you're reaching children. But a lot of times it reaches inside. It's sort of I, when I hear that and what you said, Lydia, I could not help but think of Samaritan's Purse and Operation Christmas Child. 
they do reach that children with that in the gospel end. But guess what the results are? They take all that information home and they share it with those parents. And many times child evangelism fellowship still, I mean, the material that I have, it went further than just the child. Absolutely. And uh, our flagship program is the Good News Club, which meets in public schools after school. And children have to have a permission slip from their parent. And so after these kids get excited about Jesus, you know, a lot of children are not being brought to church anymore. And so we have to go where they are and they are in the public school. And after they get excited about Jesus and they start begging their parent, please take me to church, where are they going to go? You know, they'll go to where their Good News Club teacher goes. So we really want to partner with churches. We will go into a church and we'll give the people there some really solid training so that they can actually do better even in the church's ministries with Sunday school and children's church and how to explain the gospel clearly so that even a child can understand and how to draw out gospel elements from a Bible story and teaching for the saved child and the unsaved child. And then um, when that church has a good, strong group of workers um, so that they're not burning out just a small handful of people doing all the children's work, you know, we want to them to have plenty of people who are both confident and competent, then that church is ready to move out into the community and go into a public school and, and hold a good news club and um, reach those children where they are and bring those families into church. Sounds exciting that not only are you focused on reaching children with the gospel outside of the walls of the church, and that's probably the majority of children here in the United States at, at this point in time, but also that you're ready to equip churches that do have a children's ministry or have children as a part of their church to be more effective in simply communicating the gospel in a way a child can understand and respond to it. What other programs or ways of equipping the church does CEF have that's available? Well, real quickly, back to the um, Good News Clubs, we have around 5,000 that meet in the public schools, another 1,000 or so that meet in other facilities after school. And then another program is the five-day club, which meets in the summer. And so what we can do is we'll come into a church and say, rather than having VBS in your church building where the kids, the parents have to be convinced to go into that church building that they're not familiar with or not so sure about, we can train your people to do a type of VBS program, which is the five-day club, out somewhere in the community, in a park, in, in backyard Bible clubs. And we especially excel in training teenagers to do this. And this is really exciting because those teenagers then become skilled in sharing the gospel clearly and teaching a Bible story or songs and, and helping children have a good time and evangelizing kids. And so it's great discipleship for those teens, too. So each state in the United States um, that has what they do is they'll have a camp of sorts for the month of June. They'll bring all the teenagers from around the state to this one location and do their CYIA, Christian Youth in Action, training. And then for the month of July, they've got them scheduled. I mean, they just really go, go, go. And they'll do a number of clubs every day um, or five days a week, you know, and just really blitz, you know, so you can have a a town or or several towns and and just really 
do a summer blitz. Right. And then those children can be invited. Now, if you enjoyed this, uh, when school starts, we do Good News Club. And these same people, the same church that put on your, your five-day club program will be, will be there in your school. So it's a great way to even get ministry off the ground. Yeah, sounds very comprehensive. When I hear this in training the, the young people, it's like everything else. If you really want to learn, become one that is willing to serve, willing to share what you do learn. So it's not only helping those children. You're really discipling the young people, aren't you, Lydia? Absolutely. And even the adults, because when you learn the methods, uh, now perhaps you've heard of the wordless book, yes, with the five yes. colors. When you learn these methods, um, even when I sit on an airplane next to someone and witness to them, I'm going through those colors in my head. Very simple. <laughs> yeah. And you feel them out. You find out what do they know about God first. You can't just jump into telling people about Jesus anymore because right. their whole concept of, of, of God might just be so far off. You really need to start there. And then you need to find out what they understand about sin and their own guilt, you know, and, and see that if they have conviction and, and, and understand what their problem is. And then you share what Jesus has to offer us and a relationship with him and then how to actually appropriate that. And then finally, the final color of the wordless book is green for growth. Right. And uh, so this is why our good news clubs are weekly because, you know, we don't want to just come in and do a one and done thing. Um, we want to bring those kids along. You know, how, how many times have you met someone that said, oh, yeah, when I was a kid, I raised my hand at VBS and got saved and it didn't work. It didn't work? Yeah. No, what happened was you didn't get discipled. Yeah. You didn't get in the Word. You didn't learn how to follow Jesus. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And, you know, we might have someone listening today. They're, they're interested in what they're hearing. And so they might be thinking of their own local church or maybe their own local school or community. And they're imagining all the children who aren't taken to church anymore and maybe don't have a very solid biblical concept of who God is. How can an individual maybe contact CEF, find out more information, decide to, you know, look, look, check it out and, and, and decide, you know, hey, my church might be interested in sponsoring a good news club or, or just need some training for a VBS or something like that. How can they do that? Well, our general website is cefonline.com. And while you're there, you can read about the different ministries. Uh, then if you want to see what kind of work there is in your state, where your uh, state chapter is, where your local chapters are, you can go to chapters.cefonline.com. Okay, so cefonline.com is the main website there. Child Evangelism Fellowship, we're speaking with Lydia Kaiser. And, uh, you know, I was um, talking with someone earlier about CEF, and this is a few years ago when I was serving in Atlanta, Georgia, working with international students and immigrants and resettled refugees. And a lot of the work that we did, we found fruit in not just simply sharing the gospel with children, but seeing those children being, Dad, what you were saying earlier, the initial avenue into the rest of the family and even the community. Uh, what we found, in, and maybe this is true in just um, any family in North America these days, but definitely for immigrant families that have maybe one or two generations, maybe even three generations in the household where the children, even young children, are like people of peace for the rest of their family. And uh, maybe they're more 
equipped with, uh, they've learned English a little easier. They kind of are gatekeepers for the, uh, for the culture. And as their as their older parents or grandparents are adjusting to American life and, and learning a brand new culture, it's very difficult for, for new Americans to do that. But for the younger ones, it's easier. Um, and so they, a lot of times, can hear and understand the gospel, maybe even respond in faith and repentance and follow Jesus. And then the next thing you know, the whole family is coming to follow Jesus through the influence of a child. That's um, right. And are you guys seeing anything like that? Where Oh, my. We have so many stories like that where a parent will say, um, they'll, they'll come show up at a Good News Club and say, I just wanted to find out what's happening, what, what's happened to my child, what, what have you done here, because my child has changed. Mm. You know, when you can see change in the life of a child, that's, that's significant. And then uh, so many stories as well about young people who uh, maybe weren't taken to church, but they went to Good News Club, and then they went to CYIA, and then uh, went off to college, and then it, all of a sudden they're, they're back and they're doing, teaching their own Good News Club. Mm. And uh, we call that grown fruit uh, right, from yeah. those little children. Um, I heard a story just last week about a young man in an African country. By the way, we are in most countries of the world, awesome. and we replicate the same programs everywhere. We have the same trainings, the same um, Good News Clubs, CYA, and, and uh, five-day clubs. But this young man, um, his mother is a believer, and but the father is Muslim and does not allow... Um, the mother or, or anyone else in the family to go to church, but he did allow them to go to Good News Club. <laughs> and um, then uh, when the young man became 13, the mother said, there's this youth leader program where they teach teens how to be, you know, good leaders. And so the father said, sure, I want my son to be a good leader. So then he went to CYIA. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, he, his, he was just giving this wonderful testimony of how he was discipled all his life without ever stepping foot into a church. Wow, interesting. Although we do want children to go Absolutely. to church. It's, yes, it's just do. amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I want to talk about something new, as I understand it, mm -hmm. Unite. Yes. And uh, I was talking to someone, and they said, this is a new that a Child Evangelism Fellowship is, is brought in. Tell us a little bit about that, Lydia. Well, we're creating our own online platform because we've always put our content on YouTube, but the problem with that is parents need to be concerned about whether their children will access inappropriate material there, or um, they might be watching something good, but then you've got all these little things down the side, you know, tempting you to click over there, and, and so you might get away from uh, what the original intent was. So um, having our own content on our own platform, and then we can also have an app that goes with that. It's called Unite TV, um, and you can uh, uh, sign up for it. It's free and safe and for your kids, and, um, you know, good, solid doctrinal content for kids, uh, music videos um, where they can learn their memory verses by, to music, um, Good News Club TV, um, all kinds of really great content on there. So that is at uh, Unite dot cef online dot com say that one more time because somebody oh what'd she say <laughs> unite that's u-n-i-t-e dot cef online dot com nathan when i hear that with uh our, the first person that i ever heard say this was you when you're talking about we're we're video dependent you know and uh a lot of that is so true you know not just hearing it but they want to see it because of modern technology absolutely and, yeah. and 
it seems like they get that better than they do in well, in and person you can take sometimes. it. Yeah, you can just take it anywhere with you. Like if you, if you have the app on your device, like the child has maybe their mm -hmm. own little iPad or or something, um, and then wherever they leave off, you know, it it remembers, and you can resume where you left off, or you can save a favorites list, or you can download shows while you're at home on Wi-Fi, and then watch them, you know, while you're in the car, or whatever. So it's also very convenient for folks and so people don't have to be in front of a tv yeah that's that's interesting and, and it makes it easy to share you know a, right a child can tell their their friend hey i was watching these cool videos you know mm -hmm. you can get your parents to help help you uh, go to that and of course it's the kids helping the parents you know it's, it's not <laughs> <laughs> yes right. a story to tell first time now this is years ago we got a you know gps mm -hmm. and we jan and i were trying to figure out how to work it and our granddaughter nathan's daughter chrisley was in the back seat and we gave it to her and she helped us out oh sure and yeah yeah and that's the world we live in i want to go back to something you said it was international in different countries in their language and in, in their uh culture you mean yes in fact 96 percent of our workers around the world we have around six thousand full-time paid wow. workers and then just hundreds of thousands of volunteers. But 96% of our staff are um, nationals because, first of all, they already know the language. They don't have to go to language school. They know the culture. They already have their contacts. And then this is something really important that we've seen a lot lately. Um, when the bullets fly, when the floodwaters come, they stay. Mm. They don't go back home to the U.S. or whatever they stay with their own people. And um, if, if you go to our website, you'll see this uh, amazing video from when um, South Sud Sudanese had to flee the country. And our workers, um, it took them about three months to find each other in all the refugee camps. But every one of them had already started holding Good News Clubs in their tents. Wow. And when they ran for their lives with only what they could carry, Guess what they carried? Their CEF materials. Wow. You know, these yeah. heavy flash cards and the, the, mm -hmm. the paper that is heavy. And that's, that's what was most precious to them. They knew that wherever they got to, there would be children. They would be traumatized children. They would need to hear about Jesus. And so that's what we see over and over. And this is what we're seeing even now with Ukraine is um, massive mo mobilization already to minister to the children who have um, fled. And then we have this booklet that we've been using ever since 9-11 called Do You Wonder Why? And it's been translated into, I'm sorry, I don't remember the number off the top of my head, but many languages. And uh, so as soon as there's a catastrophe like this anywhere, we rush, you know, hundreds of thousands of copies of these booklets. So we get to printing them immediately and get them out to them. But it's, do you wonder why bad things happen? And so it helps parents as well. I mean, we've heard testimony where the parent is reading this booklet to the child, breaks down and says, this is exactly the answers I needed. Yeah. And so people are coming to Christ through that. When I hear that, uh, you know, you, you would think like you, Sudan, and right now when we're recording this, the Ukraine, the, the con war is going on right now. But that sounds like you're in not just like you would say the typical missionary uh, 
lands in Africa or in South America, in Europe as well? Oh, yes. We are in most countries. I can't really say. Yeah, I understand. I understand. (laughs) Yeah, you Uh, have to start with how many countries are there. Yeah. And and then go from there. You never know for sure from, you know. Even then, I just won't give you a number. But we are in in most countries. And uh, and a large staff, too. Like, 70 workers in Ukraine. In fact, they were all together uh, in a conference handing over the reins to a new national director when the first missiles Mm. came in. And so they all tried to, to get home. And we had three European workers who had a very difficult time getting out of the country. We were on the edge of our seat for several days um, to, to know hear? that if they had made it out. And um, so, yeah, and a lot of our workers are men who, you know, were not allowed to leave the country because of um, conscription. And so, like, one, one of the families... Um, I guess they were letting men out who have at least three children. And so one of our workers, um, their third child is on the way. His wife is four months pregnant. They cut it off at eight months. So um, they have to wait till she's four months further along before um, he's allowed to leave with them. Yeah, you know, we're talking about trauma. um, And trauma that children experience and go through is nothing new. But we're sort of, our eyes are being opened up to to that reality more, you know, recently than, than ever before. Uh, I don't think it was new even, you know, I- even in Jesus' day, and he wasn't, you know, surprised by it. Um, but it's good to see that um, CEF is, is equipped and ready to minister to children, even that have experienced trauma, um, maybe even living through it on, in an ongoing way. Um, are there any... any um, I don't know. Are there any kind of tips, practical things that you might can uh, tell parents or adults that work with children? Um, like, how do we deal with childhood trauma and even just something simple? I know the gospel is is good news even for for someone who's experienced uh, you know difficulties. But how how would we? How do, I don't know. How do we help children and, and families that have gone through trauma? Well, I'd like to direct people to a podcast. It's called Teach Kids, and it's actually a four-and-a-half-minute um, segment that is heard on over 800 radio stations, but we've put it onto a podcast as well. But this podcast is full of really practical tips. So, you know, most of our listeners are really busy moms. They can't take 30, 60 minutes to listen to a whole program, but uh, four-and-a-half minutes is pretty doable, and every episode has, you know, three ways to help your child who is fearful or, you know, so on. So, uh, yeah, any, any podcast platform uh, or the major ones look for Teach Kids. It's a, a logo that's a, a open Bible with the red ribbon that comes down for the K on the word kids. Um, awesome. One of the things that really caught our attention, Nathan, I think both of us here on Exploring Missions, the difference in converts and disciples and child Evangelism Fellowship makes it makes it a priority for discipleship, yes. and not just you know having that child as you said raise their hand. I recognize that when I was helping as a student at uh, in in a church, helping uh, in vacation Bible school, and on Friday after they'd all been there, they brought all the children in and presented the gospel and. If you want to follow Christ, you know, you come in. 
And I looked at that and I said, man, this, uh, you know, I did it because Joe's doing it. I do it. And uh, so when I started pastoring, I said, we've got to do something differently. And uh, so we started working more individually and trying to equip the teachers to be able to share it rather than this, the pastor in the group. And, and so in child evangelism, when it comes to that praying to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their life, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's not just a simple okay okie dokie I've done it right it's really a surrender and a step of of faith isn't it well we really value face-to-face ministry so when we say we reached 25 million children last year over 25 million in face-to-face ministry that doesn't count the kids that read the booklets the kids that heard something on the radio or or looked at something digital and I'm all for, you know, all the digital stuff. We're doing that, too. But our priority is to have that face-to-face ministry with kids so that you've got someone counseling them for salvation who is testing their understanding of each of these concepts about God and and sin and Jesus. And, and so, you know, like I said, the, the wordless book with the five colors, you go through each one of those and you test their knowledge, their understanding, and you look for that conviction of sin. And, you know, having a huge crowd of people and saying, okay, everybody raise your hand, that's just not the same. So we would encourage those who are listening that are doing that. I'm just going to say, don't. Uh, Let me just be very frank. I, man, as a teenager, I recognize that this is not good. And, uh, and, 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 you know, there are, you know, groups and mission groups and churches, evangelists, whoever, that, you know, Focus on big numbers, and, and those big numbers sometimes are attained in an irresponsible way mm-hmm. uh, that that does sometimes more harm than than good. Yeah. And so it's called false assurance. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so CEF is not one of those groups, and we're we're excited to introduce you to to Child Evangelism Fellowship and and the responsibility they take um, in in the face to face meetings and conversations with uh children um again like we started that's what jesus did you know <laughs> sure he is and uh he even got them right there on his lap you know and brought them up there and you see all those pictures from sunday school that uh, would depict that story so um again we want to uh, let you know about uh, cef their website cefonline.com they have a number of resources and and programs for you for your uh, church to be involved and Especially, uh, man, you said 6,000 good news clubs. Is that right? Right. And and that's a pre-COVID number. And since COVID, it's been difficult to know how to count. Because what we did was we did a pivot to uh, online good news clubs. So those teachers would contact their kids. They'd get them on a Zoom call and try to not have more than 25 kids on a call. And so, yeah, our our numbers are coming back up, but that Amen. that was a challenging year for everyone. It has but, been yeah. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Lydia, thank you for being with us. I'm glad you're, you're here, welcome. and thank you, and thank God for, you know, Child Evangelism Fellowship. They are making a difference in the world. Yeah, all around the world. And again, we want you to make a difference in your world where you are, and that's what Exploring Missions is about, to let you know of other ministries that are working but also that you can be involved. You don't have to wait around. You can be equipped in order to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And again, that's CEFonline.com. 
And when you do that, I think you will be enriching your life and the life of others. Again, thank you for being and listening to Exploring Missions here on AFR. Thank you.